Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Grand Otaku Council Podcast. I'm your host, Ace. And I'm McMillian. And we are back with another special episode today. Today, we'll be doing a season one retrospective of Jujutsu Kaisen. Joining us today, we have Foot from the Blurred Mob Podcast, as well as our friend, Ryan. And you can find him on, on IG at Ryan Moore slash underscore. And you can also find Foot and the Blurred Mob on Twitter and Instagram as well under the blurry mob um with that being said if you want to join us every day not every day every week as we discuss all <laughs> things anime then make sure to hit that subscribe button as well as follow us on our social medias at twitter and instagram so you can stay up to all the, so you can stay updated on all things about the council and with that being said the council is now in session let the meeting begin so how are you guys doing today I'm doing pretty lovely. good pretty good I'm all right. I'm all right. <laughs> that's good. That's good. I'm ready to open up the safe. <laughs> so I see we have some matching shirts in the in the chat today. Oh, we gonna get it's twin. Is we gonna get into it already? My, this is Maki show. Uh, Mark, this is Maki, Maki show. show. <laughs> we renaming this Jujutsu <laughs> So, all right. So, just let all the viewers and listeners know this is how it's gonna do. Kind of, this is how the episode is gonna be run down. Kind of similar to our Tokyo Revengers retrospective. We're gonna talk about our likes of the show. We're gonna talk about our dislikes, and then towards the end, we're gonna talk about what do we expect to see from season two. But to start off the episode, we're gonna start it off a little bit different than the last special episode. We're gonna start it off with a hot take, everybody. So I'm gonna let this be known now. Hot take alert. Hot take alert. But um, before. I say that I would like to say that I think everybody here in this chat does enjoy Jujutsu Kaisen. Am I wrong, right or wrong with that statement? I could go with or without yeah, I like it. it. I'm very neutral. It was cool. I'm, I'm okay. with Ryan. Okay, so we got some neutral parties. It was all right. It's good. But anyways, the hot take. Jujutsu Kaisen was overhyped. Plain and simple. When this anime first came out, Everybody was acting like it was the second coming of Jesus or something. They this they basically gave it the same level of hype when Demon Slayer was first airing. That that's the, if not more. That's the same amount of hype that it got. It got so much hype that I decided not to watch the anime until the season ended and all the hype died, and then so I could just view the view the view the show for myself instead. Um, but with that being said, do you guys also think that Jujutsu Kaisen was overhyped? I as a so for me you you can go you want to go ahead the twins me? I mean I'm just saying brother you want to go <laughs> how you want to do this <laughs> uh, I guess I'll go I guess I'll go um so I even though I thoroughly enjoy uh, Jujutsu Kaisen I think it's a very uh, nice and fun anime it definitely I don't think deserved the hype it got when it came um by all means it has stuff that's going for it that I do think are slightly different but still kind of resembles the anime of uh, history. It's not like anything new quite yet that I haven't seen. So it has like a sprinkle here of uniqueness, but I don't think anything that it should have gotten the ranting raving that it got when it first aired. You, you felt like it got a sprinkling of uniqueness? Some parts here and there. Like, like Some parts here and there. Not a lot. I don't even but think that. I think so, some parts, like most of the time, we so don't. So this is my the, spiel. Most of the time, the biggest threat is usually the NBA team. This time, it's Gojo. He's on our side. Like, uh, Takuna's actually like a demon. It's sealed inside somebody who will not help at all and shit talk you the whole time. There are very few animes that have that. 
because most of the time they're just si- most of the time they're just silent and helpful. Like even for instance, like Karama yeah. didn't like Naruto, but he still gave him his energy. Sakuna doesn't even do that. Yeah, I, I mean, I I guess that's why it's like, even though they did a few things different, Jujutsu Kaisen honestly, it, for me, it hits on the typical shonen tropes, and it and it did it didn't do oh, a bad okay. job, but that's why I feel so neutral about it. Like I don't feel like I, it was worth to be quite any a, of to be quite honest. Hype. I think its most unique aspect are probably its female characters. They all are stand very standout to me. They're very standout-ish. I'll give it that. That's yes. probably like their okay. yeah, biggest I, I, difference. I feel I, I, like there's, there's something, I, that's something I can agree that with. Their female characters are very much standouts. Like each of them, I feel like are are very unique and interesting. Um, I'll give you that. That was my thing. When Jujutsu Kaisen dropped and all the hype was, I didn't like. I didn't see the hype like on the socials or whatever. It was like these people at work were talking about it, and they were like, "Oh, you have to watch Jujutsu Kaisen. It's great." <laughs> like, if you like Demon Slayer, you should watch Jujutsu Kaisen. <laughs> and then <laughs> I watched it, and I was like, "Why y'all make me watch this?" Honestly, because I would have to agree with Ryan. Like, there was some parts that I did like about it, but this wasn't just like a standout anime. Like the fact that y'all compared this. <laughs> Demon Slayer. I, I mean, I will say, uh, I will say the sites are animated, but, but not, I don't think it's Demon Slayer level animation. I, I, it, exactly. I guess the, I guess the impact that Demon Slayer had on me versus the impact that this had on me is two different levels in my eyes, and I wouldn't say that I hated watching it, but. The hype surrounding it versus what I actually watched did not match. Uh, yeah, I agree. And then I'm gonna go ahead and touch on this a little bit since you already said it. Like the the comparison between Demon Slayer and Jujutsu Kaisen is almost just non-existent because with Demon Slayer, it brought a different aspect, especially even with the choreography of their fights. Um, the the way they did they choreog they choreography their fights it was basically we got to see some stuff we never seen before really like that whole drum demon fight with Tan- versus Tanjiro that was new that was different that that was something we really never seen before every most of all the fights in Jutsu Kaisen it just felt like I've seen this already I mean, the most, and it's just like yeah, even what am I what, what why what what am I watching like what, where, where is the hype uh... Toto there you go I was like what is I just remember best friend though. That's all I remembered. Uh, best friend. Uh, that was probably that was yeah. It, and I, we gonna talk you know, about that too. That but that, 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 I will say that, that was the best fight of the series though. Stunning. And but would I say it's different than things? A lot of things I've seen before. Not much, but it was hype. I'll give it that. Like I really enjoyed that fight. But it wasn't like it. Like you were saying, like Tanjiro, like the fights that happen in Demon Slayer are very high frenetic fights. And very different compared to a lot of things because the way they, uh, the demons' abilities work, and then the way the breathing techniques work. No two characters fight the same, and that's probably like why I'm just like Jujutsu Kaisen is a little bit different because it feels like if they don't got a weapon, then it's hand, even well, yeah, then it's like straight hands, 
or some mystical stuff here, and it felt and it reminds me a little bit of Hunter Hunter, just without the well explained power uh, system. Because Hunter Hunter probably has like the best explained power system in anime, and JJK doesn't really do much of a good job at explaining their power system because every character kind of works on a different one, which I don't think is bad. It's just that they didn't they didn't really sell me on exactly how everything works because some I was like some people got bloodline art, some people don't. Some stuff is like related to the demon that cursed you. Like it's not very well, yeah. uh, well-roundedly explained, at least in this season. So the comparison with Demon Slayer, for one, make make something clear for me. Are we only comparing it to Demon Slayer because yeah, it came out I, I around feel, the same I, time? I, I feel like up around the same. Time? I feel like that's why most people compare is because they're they're both new age stuff and they're but, both very well animated. Like uh, yeah. studio. Uh, Mappa does a pretty good job at their fight scenes. Like I don't think there was ever a fight that I felt like didn't look good. It just never reached like the de- in my opinion, Demon Slayer fights because Demon Slayer fights look gr- great, but they're dynamic and like the way they do their fights are very dynamic because, like I said, no two characters fight the same. They use all of them use the same weapon. I mean, uh, another example: Tanjiro and Nezuka versus the Arrow Demon and and the, and the Ball Demon. That's a different fight, something we haven't seen before. Like Miller was just saying, it, the way that fight plays out is just but then different. Even, even like, with the fight, though, it's <laughs> like when it comes to like Demon Slayer, what makes it so much better than um, JJK, in my opinion, is the fact that the story was solid. Now, I did read the manga. I'm a dirty <laughs> manga reader, but that was a that was a well well written story. And when I and now J, I agree. So my thing, so the thing with JJK of what I heard is that they tried to shove like a hundred plus chapters in this first season. Um, they did leave out the, they did leave out the origin of the, like as a manga, if if anyone's paying attention, uh, the JJK Zero movie is supposed to be coming out uh, sometime this month in Japan. That's actually like the beginning point of where the manga begins. Where we pick up with Itadori and them is technically the start of I think the, uh, the central story of the manga, but that's not like the actual start. So they did what you're telling me is they did the anime different from the not, manga. That's well, what you're telling me. In terms of where it started, yes, but the contents, the content. In terms of where it started, so I mean, okay, but yeah, I guess. What was the reason behind I that think decision? Because there? the central story of where it does of what JJK does tell is is focused around Itadori, or at least like. Itadori in the first years. I guess, yeah, focus on Itadori, I guess, and then they could tell the yeah, prologue the with prologue the movie, I guess. the prologue is about a whole different character uh, that will, that will uh, yeah. whenever the movie makes it to America, we'll probably learn about. Interesting. Because, yeah, I haven't really... Because I forgot you was a manga reader, so I, I never really... I mean, I... Picture of mine about some of the stuff that happened in the manga or not I yet. I've only read some of it. And, like, about what happened. Okay. Okay. I don't know. I want to read the manga because they said the manga, I guess, explains more. Like what McMillian was saying, it explains a bit more than the anime did. And I want to like JJK for reasons that we'll get into after this. So See, I may. And that's, that's the thing. Usually <laughs> I read manga when the anime is so good that I just can't wait through the hiatuses. I'm like, yeah, I got to read this. This story is too amazing. That's usually what makes me read an um, anime's manga. I didn't get that sensation. 
Okay, so basically, no general consensus was basically, you know, Jujutsu Kaisen, though it was a decent, you know, show, it really wasn't nothing groundbreaking in anybody, in any of our opinions, correct? Like, it wasn't just, oh, this is a must watch. Like, it's a good watch, but it wasn't like, like it definitely didn't, in my opinion, like didn't deserve I, all the hype that it got. It wouldn't be like, if I recommended it 10 animes to somebody, JJK would not be one of them. I, I, I probably if I had to if I had like a list of ten things, but it depends. It would have been a watcher for me. Like if it's a person I know, like high frenetic action with likable characters, because I I don't necessarily dislike most of the characters in JJK. I probably recommend it to somebody for that reason. But I wouldn't be like, oh, this is when I recommend it. I would be like, this is a fun watch. I wouldn't be like, this is some groundbreaking or something that you necessarily need to see. Yeah. Okay. No, I, but it wouldn't it wouldn't be the first thing that comes out my mouth. Yeah. Like we no, I agree. To go we would have to discuss several different animes right. before we go. Well, damn, you want to watch JJK? <laughs> just sitting here chilling. Dang, I just I don't recommend him this. I don't right. recommend him that. I, I guess I'll tell him about your juice. <laughs> I get down. I guess I I guess we could watch Jujutsu. I guess I'll tell him about Jujutsu. Um, okay, well, yeah, with this, our hot take. And so instead of, you know, keeping on the negative train going a little bit, we're going to switch to a little bit of positivity just so we don't keep the negative train going for a little bit too long. We're going to come back to the negative train a little bit later. But we're going to talk about some of our likes about the show. And I guess I'll start off with mine. I, I, one of my likes I do have about the show is, I guess, the general plot, in a sense. I do like the fact, because, okay, so the general plot is we have our main character, Itadori. And he stumbled upon a demon's finger, ate the demon's finger, and now he's possessed by the most powerful demon in the world, Sukuna. Okay, so and the whole plot is Gojiro is going to use Sukuna, not Sukuna, Gojiro is going to use Itadori to go gather all of Sukuna's fingers so that Itadori can eat and consume them and basically become the full vessel of Sukuna so Gojiro can kill Itadori, which then force kills Sukuna. The reason why they got to go this method is because the fingers are virtually indestructible and they're also hard to find as well. And with Itadori being the vessel, he can he's basically like a homing beacon to find the other fingers as well. So he can, they can easily find them with using Itadori as well as this gives them a way of quote unquote actually killing Sukuna. Yeah. Can sure. I ask a question? The synopsis that you just explained, do we get all of that from season one? Yes. You get it like in the first three episodes. So they so they so they explained that they were gonna I, knew I don't they know if it's necessarily I don't know if it's necessarily Gojo, but basically the, the society um, yeah. the, the top people would they're basically at the end after they get all the yeah. go. I'm not sure if it's Gojo gonna do it personally, but Oh, okay. I mean, Gojo said he was going to be the one to do it because, I mean, can't nobody else. Okay. He, he mentioned how can't nobody else really beat him but him. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yes, they did explain this, though. I must have missed that part. So, um, but other than that, I have a I'll few more likes, but I'll let somebody um, else talk. So, I kind of already touched a little bit on what I was mentioning before. Yeah. I, I do like the, the fights that do happen. All of them are filled. All of them are very well uh, nice and animated. Just not something like too dynamic but i think the animation is very clean and uh very nice to look at um besides that just one more thing I, obviously i am wearing this shirt for a reason this is her show this is maki's in show that this is the goat 
of this whole entire thing. She's she ain't even in the anime for that long, but she left the lasting impression because she beat everybody ass. Okay, <laughs> this this. This motherfucker is a standout yes. and probably one of the most yes. interesting characters. Come on. It kind of sucks that she's not the main character, but this motherfucker right here Take is a problem. She needs to be thrown <laughs> in a cell with, with the rest of the demons. They don't want out because she is too raw. She had like yes. I'll say this: there are many animes where like the underpowered characters are yes. so raw. Like this one, this is another unique thing about this show. Maki for having no cursed energy at all. Is probably one of the strongest people at Jujutsu Tech. At all. Yeah, I mean she going hard. Like, like my period. favorite scene <laughs> of hers is probably when she's fight was uh during the school the intramural like school competition, but like she was fighting her sister and she can and her sister can create like stuff with her curse and she shoots a bullet made of curse energy and just snatches that shit. <laughs> she caught that she Caught that motherfucker. Just drops it. Ah, <laughs> too cold. The the sauce the sauce is all there. <laughs> I remember seeing it. I paused it and rewind it. I had to watch this shit again. I said, "Did she just grab a damn bullet?" <laughs> but I have I have to agree with McMillian. <laughs> Hence, I'm also wearing the shirt and. Like, even going past Maki, I think my favorite thing about Jujutsu Kaisen was the female characters in themselves. Because previous animes that I've watched, the female characters, um, some of them don't stand out, or you have female characters that stand out, but they stand out in secondary to the male characters. Yeah. MC of the anime. But I would say that the female characters of Jujutsu Kaisen did leave an impression on me. Maki... Her sister and Nobara. I do have an issue with Nobara, but besides that issue <laughs> with Bobalina the Builder, which I deemed her, <laughs> her character overall. And I also have to agree with McMillian. That fight between Maki and uh, May, that was my favorite fight scene. So I did like the fight scenes in and I do like the anime, the way that they animated all of the different curses, the demons, the fights, etc. It gave it that darker demon type tone that they uh, that Jujutsu Kaisen surrounded with. But that fight right there, that sold the anime for me. Unfortunately, you have to get like what, 15... 15 or so episodes yeah. in. Yeah, it's about like 15 fight. plus, yeah. Yeah. But when I did get there, I was like, these going at it. And then Maki caught a damn bullet. Just supreme. I. Hmm. Yes. Alright, um, any, any likes from I you? I will bro? say the animation for the fights was pretty fluid. So I will definitely give it that. The fights were definitely fluid. But in terms of what I'd like, even though it kind of fell under a eh, dislike or the reason for the hype, when I was watching JJK the whole the whole time, I was like, this feels nostalgic. And it feeling nostalgic is the reason that I kept watching it. Not necessarily like an interest in the story, but for the fact that it did feel familiar, I guess because it hit on all the shonen tropes, it made me go, okay, I can sit through this. Arguably, my favorite part of an arc was when the um 
first years and the second years was going through like their little class battles. I love I love arcs like that in different series where you got a whole bunch of warriors or magic whatever users all under school. That's pretty like a a common scene because I got to learn more about the characters. I got to see some of the character dynamics. Even in terms of favorite characters, I like Toge. Is that his name? The guy who speaks and his abilities come like Toge Inumaki. I might be Toji. Toji. Yeah, I don't know how to pronounce it, but he you, was my favorite you, character. More so just yeah. because his, his power was pretty cool. I like the whole. I was like, why is this weird dude saying salmon and all this other stuff? Out of all the characters, he wasn't too extreme. Like a panda and a robot and an old guy for guitar, he wasn't too extreme, but he was unique enough to where it caught my attention. Maki was cool, but I wasn't just sold on her in um overall. And the Sasuke clone, Megami Fishiguro, <laughs> he was. I, he basically is. Let's, let's keep it buck 50. And like, I, I want to I sound like I'm trashing on the show or nothing. Because it's not bad. It's just, in terms of what I like, yeah, the action scenes were pretty fluid. I've seen some animes where the action scenes were not fluid. And having the, having those really brought out can bring, make a lot for the show. Can really make or break a show. Uh, the story was decent. And some of the characters, they were standout. I would love to see more of the ones that I particularly like. But more of the reason I like them is also because of their abilities as well. Okay, I agree. Um, another another one of my likes, and I'm gonna piggyback off of what everybody's been saying so far, is definitely the tournament arc that happened in the in the anime. At the, when this when this when the tournament arc first started happening, that for me at least, that's when the anime mm-hmm. felt like it really started picking up for me. And then, like Ryan said, you got to see all the different curse techniques and stuff like that, and how they how they can actually vary from curse user to curse user. So when when the te- when the tournament arc did start happening, I was like, okay, I can kind of see why people are you know giving the hype a little bit for this show now. But like these earlier parts, it was kind of like eh, like oh, whatever. But definitely once the tournament arc started, I was like, okay, yeah, if they give me more of this, then I then I will agree with everybody. You know, I can I can start you know fucking with this and um. Looks like we lost McMillian, everybody, but he'll be back soon. Um, but I guess my thing is that everybody, out of all four of us, we have deemed the tournament art like the art, the art of JJK. Yeah, Jason. I agree. However, 15 <laughs> episodes, though, <laughs> we had to get, we had to watch 15 plus episodes because I don't remember exactly when the tournament art started to actually get to something that we felt like was worth yeah watching i think maybe like the only other thing that really happened that was a standout before the terminal arc was um that gojo fight versus jogo the lava demon other than that uh, if you can even call that a, a fight i guess it was almost it was really one-sided but <laughs> that was really the only other standout really in my opinion before the terminal arc but only, and that's really only because you got to really see how strong Gojo was and they explain more Gojo powers. And, we, you know, we'll talk a little bit more about Gojo a little bit later. Um, once McMillian get back in, there he is now, back in the show. Welcome back, McMillian. Sorry, I don't know what. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, yeah, like I was saying, like I was saying, um, that was really the only standout before the tournament part was that whole fight with Jogo and Gojo. They they kind of got similar names. That's a little that's funny, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we ran out of names. 
Can we talk about that part where Nobara was fighting the uh the witch Yes, girl? I mean, I mean, and it's part of the determined arc. We we, we in the determined arc part of the of the episode, she, so yeah, why not? Count. She was basically trying to get this girl brain damage with a squeaky hammer, cause y'all remember she they went, she wasn't using her regular hammer, and you just see her going in with this Fisher Price toy hammer. Yeah, yeah. I, I, like, I would yeah. like to say that I do like the fact that she thought about it. She was like, I can't hit if I hit her with my regular hammer, I might actually kill this girl. So she was like, let me just pull out something else. They sh- they showed they showed her bashing this girl head in from six different angles with this squeaky hammer i thought that was hilarious but it was that was a fun one because that that fight was cool because you got to see how like she thought like lowered her into that situation like how she lowered her into close enough to hit because like she was like they were totally opposites in terms of like long range to short range combat but she was able to lead her into that attack, which yeah. I thought was hilarious. And then, like like I said before, the Terminator arc was really when we started to get and see, you know, the various uses of the people's curse techniques. Because before then, all we saw from Nobara was her throwing nails at demons and then using the little demon, stru- the the doll curse technique to hurt the demons and stuff like that. You know, that's all we saw. We didn't get to see her methodically place different nails in different places to set up traps and stuff like that like we didn't get to see that before the tournament arc and that's when i was like okay no bro i thought you was just you know like food was saying about the builder but you <laughs> you out here actually putting in the putting in thought into your fight you know what i props to you props to you um are we still on likes right? yeah we're still on likes we're still on likes um an earlier one i think for me, besides like the tournament art one, uh, when Itadori had to interact with that kid, uh, was Junpei? Was it Junpei? Yeah. When they had to interact with Junpei, and we get the uh, classic uh, trying to change a character from like the dark side who has potential to the good side, and it ends in disaster and they put I just wanted yes why why they put this man in the (laughs) intro not only that this man is wearing the jujutsu clothes you gave gave this man a whole (laughs) (laughs) if that was not the biggest fuck you I've seen in a minute inside of anime I Honestly, was, I'm I'm down with y'all because I was like, oh, they about to meet the kids, so is they gonna like? Does he have significance? Like, are they gonna bring him into school? And then he just straight out died, and I was like, oh. And the way it happened too, I was I I was like, okay, they go, they obviously gonna bring him back. This was like heartfelt goodbye, and then next episode they just kept, kept walking pushing. on. Like, kept hey, yo, <laughs> yo, yo, he in the intro, right? What? Didn't they switch? Didn't they switch intros think- after that? Yes. <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck?" Oh my god! I think damn. they switched intros after that, and I was like, "Oh." So he really okay. not gonna be in the school, uh, huh? <laughs> exactly. I was like, "God damn." That, but I, I like, but I really, uh, that's a, um, that's a unique thing I will give Jujutsu Kaisen. Most anime openings are probably tried to true. And Jujutsu Kaisen, they like, nah, question everything, motherfucker. Question every goddamn. They pulled a they pulled a eighty six on this. Thought you knew this guy. <laughs> they did. Man, they what? Did. <laughs> I'm done. Got him up out of there real quick. Go real swift, like. <laughs> and his and his curse technique was dope too. Like the jelly, the whole like poisonous jellyfish thing. Yeah, you know, I was yeah. like, okay, they gonna be able to 
He gonna be able to use his real will. He out here controlling his no. shit real nice too. They sa- they oh, sacrificed him for the so grandpa bad. with the guitar. <laughs> that it made me cringe. Uh, that made me <laughs> mad. <laughs> That, that made me that upset. Whole scene Can we get made the <laughs> <laughs> The what the the grandpa that scene made, that or made the... me that made me the grandpa scene mm-hmm. because one thing about the the grandpa talked so much shit. Let's start there. He talked so much shit that when shit hit the fan and he showed up with a goddamn guitar, showed up with the goddamn guitar and didn't even do anything. So this whole time, I'm like, okay, Jerry, this is their Netero equivalent like, this is a lot. in JJK. But the difference and is Netero is OP he, as fuck. The, <laughs> exactly. So I'm like, okay, the old dude finna pop up. What's his curse? Um, his curse power, whatever. He pulled out a damn <laughs> guitar and did nothing. And I was like, so you sat in that room up there and talked all that shit to come down here and do nothing? You could have stayed up there. <laughs> Real talk. And they showed they showed him multiple times. It wasn't like guitar go to everybody else. They kept going back to him multiple times during that whole sequence. And I was like, why are we watching? Him? He's doing absolutely <laughs> nothing to help the situation. He was basically just there at that point. He was he was just there. He took out one dude. Yeah, he did. Yeah, probably the most le- and probably the most least threatening person there. That, that, that. And I was like, what What was the point? You could have stayed upstairs. Yeah. Honestly. Uh, but, but before we do move on to dislikes, um, one last like I did have was one that McMillian mentioned earlier was how when most, you know, most anime tropes is, you know, the biggest threat is an enemy. But in, in this case, our, the biggest threat is actually somebody on our side. <laughs> and so I just thought that was different because not only does for the the evil group in this in this anime, for them to successfully feel their plot, they have to remove Gojo, Gojo out of the picture. And they and they came to the conclusion I, and, that they can't sure. kill the motherfucker. So they got to seal this motherfucker. <laughs> they they, they, yeah, they uh, kicked him out. They was they they came up with that real swift too. Like it's not even something that like takes half exactly. a season. They're just like, nah, get him out. <laughs> no, we can't do it without. Look, when he defeated what it was, yeah, Jogo. Jogo. Uh-huh. They saw that jump went down. They said yeah. <laughs> <laughs> immediately after it went down. They said. Yes. So yeah, I just think that was that. But we have to destroy but... everybody else. No, the first thing we need to do. <laughs> so that that is one thing I will get you to cousin in, in terms of uniqueness and the fact that somebody on our side is actually a, a, a real threat to the enemy side and that they have, actually have to deal with before they can e- even go on with their plan that they're trying to do. So they have to come up with another plan uh-huh. to enact their initial plan, you know, so <laughs> I'll give them that. But um, so we're going to move on to dislikes now. And I have. One of I have a, a big dislike is some of you may or may not agree with it, but before I get to mine, does anybody want to go first? Um, Ooh, you draw me in first. with that statement. You, you, you drew me in. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, you drew okay. me in with that statement. So I'll yeah, go, go first. Ahead, go ahead. <sighs> One of my main dislikes of this show is I'm I'm just gonna put it out there. Do domain expansion. It's supposed to. It, yeah, it's supposed the, to be their, if I could compare it to something, this is their equivalent to Bankai from Bleach, basically. 
is their domain expansion. It's their, I call it an I win button in my opinion. So I'm just, I'm just giving a brief rundown of basically what it is. They use their cursed energy to bring upon this innate domain and anything, any cursed techniques imbued within that domain are guaranteed to hit their target. What? So it's basically so it's just like this is literally just like an I win button. And then the only way to deal with a domain expansion is to either just straight up block the curse techniques using another curse technique or going outside of the domain, which is damn near impossible to do anyways. And then or thirdly, cast your own domain Don't down. Domain. And my issue with the latter, which is casting your own domain down. Which just bring me back to my other point, which is just an I win button. Because basically whoever has the strongest domain, <laughs> their domain takes over. <laughs> and so it's just like... <laughs> no, it, it doesn't yeah. seem like it's a last Domain, domain, domain. I don't see how this could last for another couple of seasons as an interesting ability or a go-to battle tactic. Yeah, because like... I mean, the only... The only thing I guess that would make it interesting is just to see like different kinds, but you're not wrong. I, I think if if every fight just eventually gets to domain expansion, domain expansion, domain expansion, domain, expansion, domain expansion, like it, it's it's not gonna be interesting. And if it's such an I win, but I like the last time I accepted an I win button, I was like ten, and that was the uh the 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 snitch is that what it's called in Quidditch? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I. I I was like, look, as a cat, as a child, when I wasn't thinking about how games work, I was like, this is cool. But as an adult, I'm like, wait, so I do all this work just for some other motherfucker to catch just, a bug, a golden bug, and they automatically win? What the fuck is this? What, I what are we arm. doing? What are we doing? <laughs> I, feel, the, I feel you on that yeah. one, Ace. I definitely felt like that was a... The only a thing... Definitely I, I win, buddy. The only thing I could compare it to in other animes is uh, in Fate, there's a skill called Reality Marble, which is basically somewhat the same thing, but it doesn't guarantee you a win. It just gives you a super but light. Then it gives there's you a noble super phantasm second. Yeah, it's like some noble phantasms are Reality you're, you're Marble. A, yeah. Yeah, exactly. There's there's other things there's other things to get around a Reality Marble. It's just it, it that is it's a pretty. But if you are in Reality Marble, basically you are you have the biggest advantage yeah. of winning. But with domain expansion, it's like. Look, man, we just gonna keep doing domain expansion until one of us get it, and that and if that's the Cause, case, because they didn't, they didn't give me yeah. any more like it, it, they give, they didn't give me a deep enough explanation of like how some of these domain expansions fight can go because the only ones we saw was where Gojo complete, like I said, he used his domain expansion to completely get rid of Jogos, and that once that happened, it's just an I win button, and the only reason why Jogo technically didn't win that because he cast his first is because. It's Gojo. We already know how strong he is. He's the OP character of the show. The the other example we got was when Itadori and one of his one of the higher ups. Let me. I can't remember his name right now. Give me a second. Kento. There we go. Kento was fighting Mahito, the hand little hand demon, whatever. The guy. Who yeah, yeah. That his domain expansion is basically an I win button as well. But the only reason why he didn't win was because Itadori has Sukuna in him. Yeah, basically the the only way to get, like you said before, you can break into one and stop it because uh, their domains are weak from the outside, so you can break in. But the thing is, no one usually wants to do that because the moment you're inside domain expansion, you're at a a huge disadvantage. Basically, 
And yeah. so the only reason it worked for Ichidori is because if you touch Ichidori's soul, you touch Sakuna's soul, and Sakuna don't like being touched. She said restraining order, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Which was another dope moment, and then you know brings us back to the point where you know Sukuna, he's not a demon here for he's not here to help anybody. He's here just he's here for him. You know what I mean? Like he's here for him, which which is another unique aspect of. It. But yeah, just the whole domain expansion idea is just it needs more depth to it, in my opinion. Like for instance, like okay, they said that whoever has the strongest domain expansion domain or whatever will dominate that space. But what happens if two curse users are equal? Does it like make a mixed domain and we just like have an equal battle in sort of sense? Like, can, is that a possibility or something then, like that? Yeah. Then what's the point? What's the point of the domain? What's the, what's the point of the domain? If it's I mean, cause right, I guess so it's like, like, we're both like part of the domain is yours. Part of it is mine. And it's like, we're just, but I'm saying, like, if if it, it, but I mean, I think that brings up a pretty good point. If they're equal in power, doesn't it just? I don't know. Right I don't know. Man. That's why I'm asking. Like, it needs it needs more in depth to it, in my opinion. It needs I mean, more depth. Well, your see, your dislike relates into mine because my thing. I feel like my biggest gripe with JJK is the power system isn't fleshed out. Like, I don't know. Like, for instance, they they explain like uh, normally uh, for you to use curse technique, you have to born like born with cursed energy and that's how you get your own like each person is like it's special because they're technically born with it or you get special ones if like a demon possesses you. like for instance they say itadori will eventually be able to use sakuna's curse technique because that's the demon that's like inside him but my thing is okay but like how does that work because like for instance megami's apparently is like a part of his bloodline but i'm just like if if there are other people in his bloodline mm-hmm. how do they get different ones like what is What's like the percentage here? Like, cause I mean, like with the Ujihas, they explain like, oh, they get Sharingan, it, they they get Sharingan, but it's not, it's not as potent when you first activate it or stuff like that. Like they they kind of break that down. Same thing with Byakugan, but in this show, they're just like bloodline, <laughs> and they don't explain it any further. Cause I'm just like, how does someone develop it? I got this from my mama. <laughs> <laughs> my mama gave me these powers. <laughs> <laughs> I got this for my but daddy's side. You did, you did okay. something good because is that something that if we don't get in season two, could we still stick to the show? Like in terms of, hey, I need y'all to really go in depth and help me as a as a viewer to understand what in what exactly is going on. Because I I want to see how do these domain expansions do they get stronger? I want to see what happens when you go against somebody and their curse just completely obliterates your domain, but then they you can't their curse can't beat you does it just go back to hands or their secondary abilities where how do you level them up i feel like a lot of that needs to be further explained i feel like a lot of it got to be further explained no i agree mm-hmm. i think the out the other thing that i want to get explained because this is my my other it kind of ties in with mcmillian saying so the power system's not explained and then they also don't explain like why people have these specific curse objects. Going back to Nobara, why the hell did you feel <laughs> hammer and nails to fight demons? My thing, my thing is, how do you exactly. discover if that's her curse technique? How did she discover that? That and then then going back to the old dude with the guitar. Out of all the things, you pick a guitar. Well, my thing is like, did he? That's what but I'm saying. Like the way they explain it is that curse techniques are like something that you just ha- innately have right like if you're unless you're possessed or come in contact with like a demon and you somehow sort of, you know you get you gain it later 
Right, like, does he, he love pick, music and that's how he got a band guitar? one day and kill people accidentally? He was like, that's shit. That's what bro. I'm saying. I think the only, I think the only usage of curse object that made sense to me was Maki because Maki has no curse energy whatsoever. And then they were the objects that she uses, like her glasses, allows her to see mm-hmm. curses. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay. And then the weapons that she has allows her to right. kill the curses. Yeah. And I was like, okay, that that whole explanation with her character makes sense but everybody else's like her sister has a gun and she can make as many bullets as she wants to and i was like well, it's cool to watch but what what led you well well it's to, not you know it's, it's not that she can make it well she if she, she was good with her ability she could she's actually she's actually sorry she with it she, I mean, they say it in the anime. They say like she can't yeah. make that much. Like the, the, that bullet took all. Like that one bullet that she made because she uses normal bullets or rubber yeah. regularly. That one bullet that she made took up all of her energy, and you saw what happened. You to saw it. what happened to it. <laughs> <laughs> this shit on the ground real fast. Like I, I my, but my thing is like, if you're not born into a family, how do you like? How would you know what your thing is, or like, how does that come about? Yeah, how even? do you discover? Yes, how do you yeah, discover cause, that? Because I'm just like, for instance, like, then, let, let's talk about Nanami, for instance. Did, she, did, did he just one day at his 9 to 5 just get roided out and like break a desk? And he was like, well, I'm going to do this yeah, right now. Because yeah, like, they, they didn't really... <laughs> also, you know, when uh, with the... Um, with a lot of these, you know, powers shown in animes and stuff like that, there's like this little test they normally do to find out like what archetype or whatever powers you have and stuff like that to kind of further explain, you know, break down the power level system and stuff like that. We didn't get anything like that either. Like the only, I saw I mean... no, I saw no leaves. In the cup. <laughs> I saw no leaves. I saw no leaves in the cup. We like the only thing we got. Uh, that was somewhat similar to this than when uh, Itadori was training to control yeah. his spiritual energy. I like I I didn't mind that, but it didn't really explain like cursed inner like curses that, like uh cursed techniques themselves. They explained how curse energy works, which I was like, oh. But I mean, like I feel like if you watch any anime Magic, with an energy mana, with that power system, we all pressure. know about like chakra or nin or yeah, like those are those are super simple. You could out they're so. They, those are so common to the point where you could drop me in an anime world and be like, "Oh, we have this reserve of energy called mm-hmm. like water," and I'd be like, oh, I, "I know, know what that is." is. Like, I, know you, don't even get, core you don't even got to show me like a diagram. Like, I, I I get it. It like you, it's sort. Yeah, it's in your core. It goes throughout. You can, depending on how your hands move, or depending on what words you say, you do special shit. Like, I I get it. Like, that's super simple. Like, that's in every. That's in almost every shonen, but like. The curse techniques themselves, I'm like, okay, this is the interest. This is what sets you apart. How do these yeah. work? I, and I feel like they were they just, just like, do they it. Just they do just do it. curse like, technique. Yeah. <laughs> right. We we just do it. I have a hammer. I have a guitar. I have like no, like is your, like is your, basically. <laughs> I guess it's also a question. Like, is your curse technique sort of say whatever special thing you can do? Is that your curse technique in a sense? I mean, I think. I, Based on what it shows, yeah, it seems like it, like Francis Megumi can show, summon shadow pup, like shadow animals. That's like his thing. Gojo's is the ability of infinity, but like they don't go into like what exactly. Like we know that they're bloodline related, I, but other than that, I don't know like what what makes the ones who aren't who don't have bloodlines. Like how do they get theirs? Besides, yeah. I guess 
interacting with the demon and then does the is it the demon that gives them the ability or is yeah. it just and, I, and i'm going to touch up on mega me a little bit but before we do that ryan and Foop, do you guys have any dislikes you want to discuss about the show that yeah they weren't already just touched upon i did my big ones but my last small pet peeve other than the female characters i was not feeling the male characters in the show at all and I don't, I don't know if that's bad. I, it's like, I guess, stepping away from the male characters. I don't know if I like Itadori, like the main character. And and that's not, I wouldn't say that's a failure on their part because I have watched animes where the MC is not my favorite character. But you have to give me something to at least. Yeah, like. I feel you. Especially. They did not give me, they didn't give me anything to like about it especially well the only thing that i uh somewhat similar i i could take him or leave him really but the only thing i kind of like about Isidori is that he's uh kind but most i I gotta say like Isidori is a main character he didn't really impact me let alone the the big three in the show regardless like the naruto sakura sasuke with their kakashi sensei trio like they didn't really catch my heart my eyes honestly i'll say this um I say this, I them individually. Well, I I don't know. I I've read ahead of it a little bit, so I I like begging me a little bit more for the stuff I know now. But when I was watching the show, I couldn't really get a read mm-hmm. on who out of them I really gravitated towards the most. But their dynamic yeah. as a team, I like. I will say, like they're enjoyable. Okay. And to all three of them together is very enjoyable. I like to because they feel like they just feel like normal friends in the friend group. They're all like. Novara and Itadori are fools that get on Megami's last nerve, but Megami is also secretly a fool, just as much as a fool. He's just not high yeah. energy like them. Like I like, I like how they feel like the average high school teenager, just with doing just like you know, curse work shit. You know, but they other than that, like you could you could put them in a slice of life, and I'd be like, they're not, this is a nice thing. Like that, that's something I I do enjoy about them. But I I do agree with Ryan. None of them really, none of the main group really stood out and grabbed me until I kind of got further into the story when I decided to like read a little bit more because I was just like this first season was good but I had to uh really th- see and think about it. I'm like I need to see if the rest of the stuff is hitting on because when people are talking about it, I'm like y'all gotta know something more than I do and I and I got to see <laughs> McMillian was like that's it that's it yeah because I'm like there's no way because there, there was nothing else because there, there was no end credit because, scene or nothing because Jujutsu Kaisen is so like the manga is so popular it's, it's one of the most high yeah. selling ones current, current, like yeah. it stays it, like I think um it stays like around like the top four or five normally when like they do like end of the year sale like reports from manga so I was just like there's something there's gotta be more than just this and I got to like the second big arc, and I was like, "Oh, I see. I now see why you guys are talking about this. This is actually from here point forward is actually super interesting." But like before, I was like, "This isn't. This doesn't seem like this has much staying power right now. Like it's fun to watch, which is great. I don't think that's bad or anything. Like you know, it's. But to me, that's not. That's not. That doesn't provide staying power. Fun doesn't really provide." much staying power it, it's it's when we get to the nitty-gritty and look I, I will say if this does get season two which it most likely does it, it was still even though it wasn't I, I don't think it lived up to the hype so, it was so, very popular so I, I got a question Jay being someone system. who said once you read ahead you now understood what probably most of the manga readers were saying why everybody was so hyped up if it wasn't overhyped 
if we didn't have like all the social media and stuff, like you was just watching season one, like take it back to back when we was in high school and we had old Instagram and you was just sitting here watching this by yourself, would you be so ecstatic for season two or would you even look forward to season two or even sit through season one? If I, I think I would only because I think if this kid came out when I was in high school, it would still feel rather, like most of the stuff in it would still feel relatively new. But where we're at now, where we have animes like where we got like stuff like Tokyo Ghoul, which kind of flipped the shonen genre on a little bit on its head, and like we get stuff like Demon Slayer, where the characters are a little bit more the, the characters in the fight are a little bit more dynamic, <laughs> and there's such a different variety of players yeah, um, and then we get isekais that have like different power systems and they do pretty good jobs at explaining well the the very popular ones do a pretty good job at explaining like their power system in their world i i probably would because i mean like right now, the, the caliber of anime that we're getting right now where like story and action have a suit like have a great blend compared to like back then where there was where there was obviously much a much heavier focus on action than there was necessarily like Making the flesh a uh, super fleshed out story, a narrative. JJK probably would have fit a little bit. At least the first season would have fit a little bit somewhere back there, than compared to like now. Like I think currently it doesn't have a bad one, but I feel like there are things that it's, it didn't. There are things it didn't describe in season one. I think that hurt it. Like I think that they, they, they should have spent a little bit more time trying to flesh out this world, this narrative that they were making because it doesn't. The people don't feel. I feel like the people that agree with us that don't probably might not feel like this was the word the hype we're missing the those key elements those explanations of how do these things work or uh what like if you got such a powerful mm-hmm. dude why is this even like a threat you know like things like that like there's stuff that we're missing like i i know because i read ahead now that there's stuff that is coming and there's a reason for the there is a reason for the hype it's just that we haven't seen it yet like it actually does kind of make a standing point in the later stuff but as that season one, I don't think, would have probably fit towards our animes of old, which isn't necessarily bad, because most of our animes we like now are inspired by shit like that, so. Yeah. 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 I just think that, I just think currently, it, they, they should have probably stuck to a, a, a little bit, been a little bit more explained heavy in the front, and then later on, because, like, it mixes in with, with, like, the good action and stuff like that, because I think that they focus a little bit too much on the action and the characters and not the world that they live in and it leads people not to be as attached mm-hmm. to the things that are happening correct i agree yeah um so i want to get one of my other dislikes and sadly it's in my favorite arc of the, <laughs> of the season the tournament arc so arguably like i said the best episodes of the anime Episode 19 and episode 20, when Toto and Itadora was like fighting Toto. the special grade demon Hanami. Yeah, he, he's, he's likable. The thing that really upset me was how fast Itadora just sat here and learned Black Flash. Like, oh, yes, it was like, it. there's no... There's no, like, we got to spend a, at least a week on this. No, at least when I try it out the first time, I'm going to mess it up or something. This is, no, hey, Toto, it's, his, I'm, it's, I'm Toto, it's Adori. I'm going to teach you how to use this super powerful move that's, like, one of the pinnacle, a pinnacle technique in, like, two hours. You ready? No, Sure. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> you, uh, I think the, I think the only thing that 
didn't upset me about that is that they already said Itadori was kind of a quick study. And then they also kind of referenced the zone. Like, if if anyone knows Crocodile's basket, it's a reference to, like, uh, when athletes hit, like, the the pinnacle of, like, there where their mind is just focused on... Be that as it may. But, I, <laughs> I mean, no, I, I don't disagree I don't disagree with you. Now that I'm thinking about it, you're not wrong. I, I was like, damn, that, like, five minutes? Like, like, but, like... But I will. I will not. I won't just. I won't say lie that out. No, it was hype. But it just like it just felt like kind of a cop out. Like we got this special grade demon they, that's no, I, I, sitting that here wreaking havoc, and now all of a sudden see, I'm finna learn this move. Like I said, within about an hour, I can't remember the time time frame, but it was a small time frame. I'm finna sit here and learn this super powerful move in a very short time. That's gonna help us win this battle. Basically, it's just. I, I, it just felt like a small little cop out in my opinion. Though it was hype and it was good, that part right there just felt like it was a small little cop out. I see, yeah, no, no, I, I, I totally see it now. But when I was in yeah, the like, moment, I was it would have been better if he'd been trying to learn that a few weeks ahead. Gojo told him about it or something. Or if he, did I mean, it, or did. if he did it and he like. I guess if it turned into one of those things to where, yes, I learned the move super fast, but correct no cost to it. It wasn't like none of that. Like even like I said, we, when he used it the first time, it's not like he messed it up or anything. He just straight just black flash on your ass, and I'm. <laughs> it's like he didn't break his arm or well, nothing, or even going yeah, to no. like like another example is like when they like with fairy tale when the first whatever. Fairy law had or the fairy glitter spell. She did it. No fairy glitter. You're she talking mastered about Wakanda, it. Yeah, yeah. Fairy law or something like that. She mastered it. She mastered it. Heck yeah! But in terms of her using it as an inexperienced user, she got she had to live in a child's body for the rest of her life. So I could have went with it that he learned it that fast, but. I feel like coming out of it because this is your first time using it, you should have had some side effects, some detrimental side effects. That yes, you learned it, but you're not supposed to use it or learn it this way. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, they did do his first time he attempted it. Toto did stop him and was like, "Hey, re-, like, he, what did he do? Slap him or something? I forgot what he did because he told him to readjust." But you're not wrong. I do think it, it should have been probably a little bit more than just mm-hmm. that. The first time around. Yeah. But other than that, like I said, the whole that whole fight sequence, you know, episode 19 and 20, it, it was lit. Like, that, that's those are the type of more fights I want to see from Jujutsu Kaisen. I know we can't get that, you know, every episode because there was a, it was a lot of moving parts and stuff going around in, in that in those two episodes. But it, it was it was lit. Um. I guess also one of my gripes from the show is though, like you, you know, how everybody's saying is, you know, the fights have been beautifully well animated. I just don't think that the fights, in my opinion, were that good in general. In, in my opinion, until like we, like I said, we really started getting to the to- the um, the tournament arc. None. Of- mm-hmm. Do you have? Do you have any like top fights? Because I have like three top fights. I think from. JJK and they all happen in the arc. I have one top fight that did not happen in the arc, but most of my top fights did happen in the arc. So top fights that my three top fights are Toto and Itadori versus Hanami. Um Mm -hmm. Maki versus Sawi. That that shit was fire. Um (laughs) that shit was fire. I'm not I I ain't gonna keep going through that. And then my other top fight I had was Mahito versus um Yeah, Nanami, the first fight. 
Th- that was lit. Um, yeah, I, uh, for me, the the ones that were stand out, uh, even though it was cut short, I, I did like Megami versus that, uh, too, not even Arrow dude. Sa- is that Saui or was like the guy who could manipulate his blood? That was a pretty fun. But even though it was cut short, I did really like that fight because it was the. I I like the tactics in it because it was a very like this guy is long range. I'm clo- I'm like somewhat cl- like a mid range fighter. How do I deal with these th- with this threat? Um, Maki uh, versus Zawi, like you said, slash Maki coming uh help doing the assist with uh, Hanabi at the first time. That was she messed that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> God damn, and um, and Itadori, and obviously the standout fight of the season, which was that. But uh, like you said, mo- I, but I do agree now. Like looking back, most of the other fights weren't like, be- like weren't the best. They all looked good though, but they weren't like probably the best stand. Like a lot of them were cut, were pretty short too. Yeah, but they were fun to watch. I guess is the takeaway. Correct. I think it's going back to to Ace's point. Like when we got into the tournament art, that's when we got the. Because all of my favorite fights, you guys listed, most of them came from the tournament. I'll because be right back, guys. More. Mm-hmm. And then the biggest thing is that we got to see, um, I guess with the few examples that we talked about, is that we got to see the characters actually think they're, think about how they would approach the situation based on how other people fight. So just watching all of that unfold made that whole arc and every fight within it. Yeah. A one stake. Um, I don't know if I should move on to the next one. I should get the next one. But uh, I guess while we're waiting, something we can discuss. How long do you think it's gonna take uh, for the curse for the evil side, obviously, to get Gojo? So is that the goal, like, basically, to like? I guess I should I don't know, cause they. I think I mean that's. They're trying to get rid of Gojo so they can, so they can. uh, They're playing for. I hope Ace is not getting attacked by his dog. That's gonna get violent. (laughs) Wait, that sounded like like a violent bark. That's not Wait, the first time Sebastian's introduced this part uh, out. This year podcast. Your again, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say like how long, how long it would take them to get to Gojo. And yeah. my thing is, is I don't know if they have figured Gojo out to even have a plan of how they're going to get there because their plan at the end of season one was let's make the seal and everybody can get in but Gojo. <laughs> Okay. I don't think they. I don't think the evil side completely understand Gojo yet to make an elaborate plan to take him out to victory. Mm-hmm. So I think the better question is: at what point do they fully have uh, Gojo mapped out? Then we go. Well, out. if I'm not mistaken. Because I, I think I know what's going on here, but um, not mistaken, they're gonna the whole next arc is gonna be about them sealing Gojo. If I'm not mistaken, correct? Because it's like that. They're gonna. I mean, they got the they got some equipment from. We found out that the 
the fight at mm-hmm. JJK was basically a diversion for somebody to sneak in and grab some stuff, some, some cursed items from Tech that's supposedly going to help them uh, take, take Gojo out. But, I mean, uh, I was asking them, like, how long they thought it's going to take for them to try and to basically get him under the effects of those items or, like, okay. you know, um, down. I'm not sure. I would, you know, you would think that they're going to, they're going to carefully take their time and plot this out because if they get it wrong, then this is probably, this, I, in my opinion, this is probably like a one shot thing. It's either we're going to succeed or we're going to fail. And like, that's going to, that's it. So I'm pretty sure, hopefully they would, you know, take their time and actually plan this out. And then if then yeah, if the, and then, then if they actually do succeed, it's gonna be interesting to see how like the rest of the series starts playing out with them not having Gojo like on their side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or is it just one of those things that they left out of season one? Like, because as Million brought up, they did steal some jewels from uh, Jujutsu mm-hmm. that's supposed to help them stop Gojo. So does that mean that did they steal the tools? With the like, with the intention that we know these tools for sure are going to take Gojo down, or did they just go in and steal the most powerful curse item and just that is going to take him down? Yeah, yeah, that, that's a good question. That's, that's a good what question. I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know if they fully understand Gojo yet to be like, okay, we have a plan yeah. to take him down. Yeah, that's that's what uh, that's what I was like. Eight years, someone like close to folks. She was like, I, she's wondering if they're gonna take the time to actually fully understand what they to need to, to do yeah, with the stuff. Yeah, no, that's that's a good question. Right. Yeah, I, 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 I hope so. I is, hope so. Um, because it sounds like they just went. My in whole thing is how long is the Gojo <laughs> dynamic? Him being the strongest in the show gonna last? Because in a lot of shows, it's like yeah, the main character got plot protection, like. As he gets the main character gets stronger and stronger, but right now we got a character who essentially can't get beat. It don't even seem like their goal is to beat him; it's to capture him, seal him, or distract him long enough to accomplish their mission. I want to know how long that trend or that theory or that dynamic is going to last in the series, or if it gets to a point where Gojo is eliminated or disabled or handicapped in a way, what becomes the next biggest threat? I, cause I, I don't think that dynamic from yeah, my perspective is going to last longer. If they make it last for too long, it becomes less interesting because it's like we got the OP person on this side, on the good side, and the whole point yeah. is to see conflict. Yeah. I don't want to feel like through season two and probably season three or four, since the manga seems to be ongoing, I don't want to feel like ah, oh, Gojo's here, so we all know it's going to be all right at some point. That that's less interesting. Yeah. I, when the show was first airing, I saw I saw a tweet. I can't remember who it was, but somebody basically tweeted out and said, Jujutsu Kaisen is basically mm-hmm. wait for Gojo to arrive the anime. And I was like, you know what? You, you that, for the first season? For the first season? Yeah, that's basically the whole damn show. Wait for Gojo to arrive the, the, the anime. Yeah, that was, that was and the that second episode. Gets boring at some point. Oh, wait for Gojo. And the, the one time... The one time he didn't show up, Itadori died. <laughs> that part. Yeah. This is what happens when we don't wait for Gojo. And the, uh, the second don't time, don't do it again. And the second time it happened, Megumi almost died. So, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm real quick. I don't know if y'all talked about this when I was going. Brian and Foop, did you guys give your top three fights from the season? My top three fights. My number one fight. I did like. 
Maki versus May. It didn't last long, but I think learning their backstory and then leading up to the fight. Hell, because when you yeah. first meet May, she was she's basically a bitch. And I was like, okay, what's your issue? What's your beef? And then you find out that Maki's her sister and their personalities basically contrast. So then it's like, okay. But then when we get to the tournament art, we find out why May is upset. And it's not that she's just a flat out bitch. It's because she has some resentment towards Maki for leaving them, leaving her at their childhood home when their father was basically abusive to both, both of them. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I feel everything up to this point. I feel this fight. I like this fight. Yeah, was, I do probably, like. That was probably one with the most emotional stake. I and that's why it's my number one because the rest of them were like, okay, we're just fighting, <laughs> and. I did like Toto Itadori versus the Hanami. Her name I yeah. can't remember that. Hanami. Hanami. I did like that one because then it's like now you guys are fighting like big ass, big ass demon. Like this is the biggest one that we've seen. Yeah, and it's and it was the most dynamic the with each with. I one one thing I really like about that fight, Toto's ability is so simple, but they made it so like the way they weaved it in yeah. was so perfect. Like it was, it it, it showed, like in any other anime, you'd be like, "This is clap." <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing here? It, it, but it, it was, I was like, "Okay, this is kind of dangerous." <laughs> I was like, "Hold on now." <laughs> I think those were the only two fights that stood out to me. I do like the tournament art, you know, the rest of the fights, but the ones that stood out the most to me were those. I don't know. If I, if I okay. had to take Ryan, away the Maki, you got a top three. I would say, of course, Toto and Itadori, but that's because Toto was honestly the fun-loving character, and I liked it. Megami against the Arrow dude, I like that Jay did bring that up because that fight, I like the tactics, I like the strategy, and Megami is a character that did interest me, mostly because of Sakuna, be- Sakuna being interested in him, and I'm like, okay, what is that leading into? That did catch my interest. I want to see what happens to the Sasuke clone. I love Sasuke. And then also, the fight that got all the gifts <laughs> on Twitter with Itadori Nanami versus that um, the demon that got all the mo- yeah and that my, that fight my, my, I'm not gonna yeah, lie watching it live jumps. I was like okay straight hands it, it like I that one becoming that a, a gift I did like feel like that gift alone probably attracted a lot of people to JJK but watching the fight it was like okay. Y'all throwing hands. I'm content with this. Yeah, they, they were y'all throwing. Hands. Yeah, they was throwing hands. Mm-hmm. You, I'll give you that. That, that was not. That, that's why. That's why. Um, like I said, the first fight between Nami and Mahito was one they, of my favorites because, like, and you don't see that. I'm gonna be honest. I'll, I'll give JJK this. You don't normally just see a lot of shows, especially in anime, where it's just straight hands. You see them throw blades. They'll take a pause, take a breather, and argue. But like. It was straight hands for a good minute. I was like, okay, I like it. Who's that? It was throwing hands. But um, before we move on to our last topic of the day, I do want to ask this question. What do you guys think is so special about Megami? Because as um, Ryan just said before, for whatever reason, Sukuna has some whatever pull towards him. He has a liking to I- him. I can't answer. Okay, so you know this. <laughs> Fuck <I> you. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> I can't. I answer. think it has to do with the like 
the bloodline thing because you you have I see it as one of those you always have the interest into like you were born into mm-hmm. this type of character like how Orochimaru is with Sasuke like you have something in your bloodline I I've seen this before I've seen this okay before. so I'm gonna see I'm gonna see what you can do but I but I'm like, <laughs> okay I think it is like a hidden right. power any, any thoughts for the fact that he probably would have been a good host for Sukuna as well or something of that nature. I do think it like kind of like what Portia said. Is it? It could just be simply, oh, this guy is strong, and me being a badass, I like other badasses because I want to see, I want to fight them, or like an Ahsoka type mindset. Like I want to whoop on this person who is about to develop into something great. It seems like it's going that route, or it might be like okay. some secret in his blood, some curse that will probably benefit Sakuna in the long run. That Sakuna has noticed. I think it's one of those two. Okay. Yeah, I would have to agree because uh, on those terms, uh, like maybe it's some type of secret and stuff like that. Because when um, Megami first did his domain expansion, or whatever he he like recalled like the flashback to where like Sukuna was like interested in him and stuff like that. And so I I guess part of his domain expansion has to deal with maybe what's so special about Megami because we didn't get to see his full domain expansion. We only saw like an incomplete form of it, so we don't know what it truly is just yet. We only saw the little incomplete form of it, and it looks from what it, what we saw from you know short bits of it, it does look like it's gonna be something to fuck with, you know, once he masters it. But um, yeah, so it might probably something with that as well. Basically, <laughs> basically. But um, so moving on to our last topic of the day is what do we want to see from season two of Jujutsu Kaisen? I want the world explained to me the power system. Yeah, I was gonna say more to me. Let me know what these characters are living in. What is the reasons? And I don't know if that was just I don't know. Now that we're talking about it, I do want to see more explanation from season two and. Thinking about it, I don't know if they did this on purpose. Like, we're going to shove all this stuff in your face, season one. And then season two, we're going to sit down and break down all of this stuff for you. No, I didn't think about Considering that the movie is supposed to be, like, the beginning of the manga, maybe the movie will explain it? Maybe. Maybe. And then, we, and then, and then season one makes more sense after you watch the movie. And then by season two, we know enough that... Because... Based off Dirty Margarita McMillian, there's some some big stuff coming. <laughs> so maybe it's let's throw all of this stuff in your face. Now yeah. let's explain it. Okay. Now let's get into season two because you guys haven't seen nothing yet. But you need to understand and see all this other stuff first before we get into season two. I agree. Um, for me, the big thing is I need them to to expand more upon the domain expansion because, like I said, for me right now it just feels like a I win button, and so I need I need y'all to show me some more stuff and explain more of why it shouldn't just be a necessarily a I win button all the time. You know, like just just develop it more. Like I said, it's not it's not deep enough at this point for me. It's not well thought out in my opinion just yet for me. Um, they just need to go more well more in depth on the uh, on the domain expansion. Mm-hmm. That's what I would like to see from season two, because it because it looks like from this point on we're gonna be getting more domain expansions, and as we just said before, we just don't want to see domain expansion, domain expansion, domain, domain expansion. expansion. Domain. <laughs> I, you know, I, 
like like okay like i'm fighting oh we're getting a good fight in but all right let me just go ahead and end this domain expansion like why not just had did that from the beginning like it's just like uh-huh. <laughs> why you yeah. playing with me like this? <laughs> like oh you thought you want domain expansion now nah, it's just yeah just please just i need some more depth to domain expansions just please <laughs> Uh-huh. Any any season two things you want to, anything you want to see from season two, Nigmania? Um, Mr. Margarita. I mean y'all y'all basically said <laughs> y'all basically the things I read in the manga. Uh but y'all basically said it. Like I wanna see more stakes and more explanation to the world of Nigmania. Like I I kind of get the overall plot. I kind of get what we're working toward, but make me feel like I live in um, I think a good thing Ryan's probably brought up on our podcast before the thing he likes to do when he first watched anime is trying to imagine himself in this world. Exactly. The thing is, stuff is so loosely defined here, I can't even. And I'm pretty imaginative myself. You know what? I didn't even think about the aspect aspect I, of I anime, like trying to put yourself in that world. At this point, <laughs> I'm in JJK, and my curse object <laughs> is a chicken finger because that's all y'all gave me. Like, if basically, if my curse object could be anything. I'm there. It's, I go to the school. It's like when people write fan fiction. <laughs> and to write a really good fan fiction, you almost got to understand the world of the story well enough to where you can even imagine what would go and what would make sense and what the characters <laughs> would do. I couldn't do that with JJK. I couldn't do that right now because I don't know much about the world. Like, that guitar dude, I that, it threw me off. What is? How did this happen? What's going on here? I was already thrown off by the hammer girl. <laughs> As... As much as I know, I have the guitar ability. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I don't, I don't. Um, I, I would. I need more explanation of the world so I can get. So I can. God, I, 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 I you know, it. like I said, I didn't even think about that aspect at first. But now that y'all just brought this up to me, I can't really just envision myself inside the world of Jujutsu Kaisen just yet. Because, like, like you said, like if I. How would I? I can't even start to think about how we even get my cursed powers because, like we already stated before, they don't really explain the power system that well. So it's just like, like what you say, I'm just gonna go into the school and now my cursed object is a chicken finger. I'm gonna be an Xbox <laughs> controller. I don't know. That's all you know. For all we know, we don't have curse powers, and now we gotta get objects. Yeah, yeah. So it's like I said, I just didn't, I I just did not think about the expert before, and and I'm glad y'all brought that up because now it it just really got me thinking. Like they really didn't do enough world building for me to actually Mm -hmm. put myself into their world. I think they skipped because they skipped around a lot because they do some time skipping in JJK too. Yeah, because they do a lot of time skipping. Because they it, uh, the focus on Isidori and the fact that he, you know, had to fake his death. Right. So they, it seems like they sacrifice the world building to do all these time jumps to tell the story. No. Like we get, like I feel like we get a bigger understanding of like curse energy and how it operates, but we never got to see an explanation of how this one developed a curse technique or how did they go about getting it. And like, what are the parameters that gives them such, you know, besides, besides the, the one, the only one they touched on, which was bloodline. But like, for people that don't come from uh, sorcerer families, what, what do they do? You know, 
what happens because like like yeah. like prime example prime example know, no Dora. why the hell is her shit hammering nails how did you find that shit out we, i know or, we said this before but just how yeah or totos how like how did he get the clapping thing like we know based on they're muggles we, we know based on like uh the story he's like oh i had a a master but that doesn't explain like that doesn't tell us how you you know your curse technique turned out to you know, boogie, boogie. <laughs> like, did you create Boogie Woogie or was you born with Boogie Woogie? You know, like because the way they explain it, it seems like you had to, you had to. Have, uh, I mean, hey, that's that, that's what he called it. I'm calling it what he called it. Yeah, exactly. That's what that's legit canon name for the ability Boogie Woogie, and I have no problem with that. that my thing is like, if you could, if you because you can be silly because Hunter Hunter was silly with that shit, like bungee gum, like that. Yes, so just, However, but Gun. they explained oh, the properties of bungee gum. They went, they went in depth on bungee gum. But let's not, but let's not act like. No, but I'm saying like, but let's not act like that. It was his favorite gum as a child. It was his favorite gum as a child. Out of all the things he could have named. For those who don't know, Ryan is a big Hisoka fan. Could have named it. Y'all not finna disrespect bungee gum. <laughs> I I ain't insulting him. I'm just saying, like you can. My thing is, you can mix seriousness with silliness. Like it's not nothing bad about it. I was just saying, like this is. I'm gonna call it what it's called, <laughs> the boogie woogie. Like how did how did that come about, Toto? Like explain to me how you discovered that you had that, or like how did you develop it? Because from what Gojo explained, crush techniques are based on bloodline, and as far as I know, Toto doesn't seem to come from like a, a sorcerer family. They said if they, he does, they haven't shown it. Yeah. Same thing with no bar. Same thing with no. She bar. was from the countryside, chief. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so her whole a- backstory is, was how she used to watch this lady and hang out with her, and then she moved. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. So I mean, and so, then she show up with hammer and nails. Yeah, exactly. So I'm just like, I I would like to more so get like for the people that don't come from family, like even because like for instance, Harry Potter was like, oh. They're they they're was it, muggle born sorcerers or something like that. They just explain yeah. that eventually, uh, eventually bloodline you can, your bloodline can gain the ability to use magic. That or it's somebody. Yeah. Or it's somebody essentially it became like a recessive trait. Magical. Okay, yeah. At one point. So, powers and then they skip multiple generations. Mm-hmm. Then. Yeah. Even if it's even if it's that, I'm like, okay, cool. That's that works for me. But it, they they, they, yeah, just they, they just so need I'm to just explain like, it basically. Yeah. So I. Cause I like yeah. I need to be able to get lost, man. I need to be able to get lost into this world you made. Like, cause it's already cool. I like it. It's just I. You, it's the, the lack essentially of we want season two to be an explanation of season one. We want to know why, and because <laughs> like, cause like for instance, even so, something as simple as Demon Slayer, which is uh, slightly based in reality, so it's one not that hard to like imagine yourself there. The breathing techniques are super simple. And I I can imagine my, I can get lost in the world and say one because right. of like just how it, it doesn't even have to be like grandiose like I said it could just be simply like oh my great my my some like seventh great grandfather apparently just a source it's just that the curse energy skipped over you know generations to where I point I got it or some shit like that and I'm like okay cool fine that that works I just need something yeah. you know well all right well of course as it you know for we got to do this. Got to give it a rating. So what would everybody rate season one? Here's the thing. People see five as negative. Oh, five. Five, 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 
five is right. No, 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 no. I mean, I, I get you. It's okay. average to us. Not bad. Not good. I could slide it up to a six because the fights are well animated and stuff of that nature. But then having this conversation about how the world is honestly barely explained, and I'm more so here for plot and story anyway because I can watch an anime with good fights if I wanted to, I'd say it's a five. It's all right. And that's just off of season one. I can't rate the entire series. I haven't watched it. So, that got, it, so yeah, I, that's off of season one. Yeah, no, one yeah, we just rated season one. I'll yeah, consider just, this yeah. a five. When Porsche first discovered anime, for example, we was all there. This was not one of my recommendations. <laughs> it definitely was not something I would have told her to watch. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll have to I mean, she, she was watching it by then. But, yeah. Okay. Uh, for me, I'll, I can give it a six. Probably, like, towards the end of the season, it's, like, maybe a seven. But, overall, I think I can go, like, a six. Um, Like I said before, you know, it really just wasn't nothing I haven't seen before. Though, like we've been saying before, it did feel nostalgic. I guess there's one part that technically did help it slash hurt it at the same time because it felt nostalgic but um other than that it was just nothing new but it was a good watch and it had good animation like i said before i just need it's it's two things i don't like in animes the power of friendship and the i win button and right now they in my opinion they have a big i win button problem that i think they need to resolve um so (laughs) <laughs> which is almost like an mm-hmm. I win button in itself. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I can give it a, I'll, I'll give it a six. Um, I was going to go six. Um, the six is the boosting from. So the thing that I want to put this out here, what everybody will learn about me or have learned. Oh, why does he have this? <laughs> but <laughs> I love female characters, especially when the female characters have such an impact on their series where they can stand alone. And this would, I would have gave it a five had it not been for the female characters standouts that are in JJK. So, just because of that, I can, I'm rocking with a six. Okay. Um, Me and Poop are very similar. I do because of the lack. I feel like of a lot of like individualistic female characters in a lot of media. I do admire series that do does take the time to flesh out their female counterparts because uh, it just makes it feel more believable. One and then two, it makes for more dynamic and interesting stories and characters. Um, I think I would give JJK a six. Um, it has some things it lacks. Which is really holding it back from that like seven or eight that I feel like it could potentially be, but where we got left off in season one, I feel like we got introduced to some very likable characters, very um, nice friendships, nice fights. But the fact that I can't really get lost in this world is really holding it back for me, like a seven or eight. And um, yeah, I mean that's basically like I I'd be reiterating most of the stuff I went to like. Mostly, it's just the fact that like they're they haven't given me enough information for me to really get lost. Correct. And if you watch any of our other episodes, you know I like world building a lot. Like that is my my jam. And it almost feels like there's not too much of it going on. Like we have important players in this thing, but we don't fully know what makes them truly important, other than like the powers that they have or 
certain things like that. Like it feels like JJK is kind of making this shit up as we go along, which I don't know. Sometimes can be good depending on like how good of the writers are. Or sometimes it can be really bad. Right now, it's not. It's not. Like, it's very much in the middle. Like I, I can't make heads or tails of whether I'm gonna like the end of this by like whenever. Career. With season one. Yeah, just, and I guess a little bit further explanation of minds as well is that. Um, how Ryan brought this up is how long will this whole Gojo being the most OP thing take place? Like, how long would this last? That's also a big factor in this anime as well because, like you said, we want to see conflict. And then, as long as Gojo is still in the play, like he said, it was just like, we know everything is going to be fine towards the end because we still have Gojo. So, it's just like, how long is he still going to be in play? And when he does finally get taken out of play... How dire will the conflicts get? How interesting are the conflicts we are gonna get? You know, like what what's gonna be the move? What's gonna happen? Um, so yeah, yeah. definitely looking forward to seeing that as well. But until then, you know, I I think overall, it, like I said, it's, it's a decent show. No, by all means, would it be one of my first recommendations just yet? But hopefully, as time goes on, they will change my mind about that. I would like to like you know Jujutsu Kaisen more than I do now currently, but. They just haven't really showed nothing. Like I said, they haven't revolutionized nothing in this anime for me to be like, okay, mm-hmm. this is a must watch. You know what I mean? Yeah. It got, it got some kicks to work out. And I think if it actually does, it could potentially be what everybody said. Like I said, I've already, I've already read ahead, so I know stuff is coming. But I mean, I didn't read too far ahead. Like, I don't know. I'm not on like what's currently out. I just went enough to like go to the next arc. And I'm like, okay, I see now why you guys are. I get it. I get. I definitely get it from that point. But that that's one arc. <laughs> yeah. That I know that that and after that arc, it could just go right back to the same shit. So as long as it doesn't move forward, I feel like it could potentially get to like, in my opinion, like demon. What I feel like demon Slayer will eventually be winning. Okay. Well, with that being said, I would like to thank Foop and Ryan for joining us today on our special episode of the season one retrospective of Jujutsu Kaisen. And McMillan, you can go ahead and take us out of here. All right, guys. So, uh, as always, thank you for watching. Um, if you want to be able to stay up to date with us, you can follow us on our social medias. And on Twitter, we are at Growing Otakus. And on Instagram, Growing Otaku Council. As well as if you're listening to any of these on our audio streaming platforms, be sure to hit the follow button. Uh, you can find us at Growing Otaku Council on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. We're also going to be expanding those platforms soon to other streaming services. So Keep a lookout on our social media. If you're watching this on YouTube, be sure to hit that like and uh, subscribe. As well as, you know, put uh, you know put down some comments. If you disagree with anything we say, we'd love to have the discourse. If you're being disrespectful, you block real quick. And if, we, if there was any me- things we probably like missed or didn't mention, go ahead and we, we take criticism. Like there was someone already uh, mentioned something in Mushoko Tessa that we did not think about and we shout them out on the episode. So if there's something that we did miss, let us know. Um, that being said, we're journey. We got some new journey, guys. Peace. Peace.